We are back. It's season six of the Casted Podcast. If you remember, in season five, we focused exclusively on our own users. And well, to sum it up, you guys loved it. So we're continuing with that this next season, which is season six. So it's safe to say that Casted customers are committed to say the least. So not only to podcasting as a key piece of the future of their marketing efforts, but also to the bigger picture of how these shows all fit together into their integrated marketing strategy. I love those words, integrated marketing strategy. So these customers, these users of ours that we get to work with, they are the most forward-thinking brands that are harnessing the perspectives of experts within their podcasts then they're not stopping there. They're ringing out those interviews to be amplified across all other channels. They're practicing what we preach. And I want you to hear all about what they're doing, why they're doing it, and how you can do it too. I'm Lindsay Chepkema, CEO and co-founder of Casted, the first and the only amplified marketing platform for B2B marketers. And this is our podcast. excited to be bringing you our newest season of the podcast with our first video podcast interview featuring Jared Sanders of Toby Agency. This is a really fun treat because Toby is known for putting out fun, engaging content for their company and for their clients in the form of, you guessed it, video podcasts. Jared breaks down why podcasts are such an amazing tool for brands to create killer content strategies. And I just can't wait for you to listen in on how Toby used podcasting to get started in building their company and how they've turned that experience into success for their own clients. My name is Jared Sanders. I'm the creative director and co-founder of Toby Agency. We are a B2B marketing agency that focuses on creating content, mostly in the forms of video and other rich audio, uh, rich media like audio and podcasts. Awesome. And so Jared, I am so excited to have you here today because this is the first time that I am recording a video podcast for the Cast and Podcast. So welcome. Welcome to, welcome to the world of sight. So people can awesome. see you, yes, and hear you. Um, really excited to be here. Thank you. Yeah, and, and beyond that, um, one, I'm excited to have you on this show um, as our first video guest um, because you guys do a lot of video. And two, I'm excited to dig into this kind of from a little bit of a different perspective. So you're a casted customer. Um, you use uh, video and, and audio for yourselves, for Toby Agency, but then, of course, you have clients. So we're going to get into how you're using all the things and how your, your clients are using all the things things and just kind of your perspective on uh, the marketing world as we know it. So sound good? Sounds great. Awesome. Awesome. Ready to share. Cool. Okay. So tell me a little bit to kind of get things started about your perspective on on this podcasting and audio video space. Kind of how how did you come into it? Uh, How did you get started and kind of what does that look like today for you? Sure. Yeah. So we got started. uh, Well, first off, I'm an avid fan of podcasting. Uh, I've been sort of into it roughly on the on the outer edges since, I don't know, 2005, 2006, whenever it was pretty early on when it was just a, a lot of like music podcasts and a bunch of random people just putting stuff up that was more like radio. It was like <laughs> internet radio at that point. Um, so I've been into it for a while, but as an agency, we sort of stumbled on it relatively quickly early in our uh, infancy as an agency because simply we needed to build content. And 
at the time, we didn't have a lot of time or budget um, to spend, uh, to, to send money to writers to write content for us. We didn't have any content writers on staff. Um, and we didn't have the time to sort of build that content ourselves. So Andrew, my co-founder, and I, were, we sat down and we're like, what's the quickest way that we can sort of build content at, you know, somewhat of a scale or a scalable method? And how can we also make it a little bit more engaging? And we stumbled across podcasting. Um, so this was maybe about four or five years ago when we we kind of first started. Uh, we recorded our first podcast. It was he and I sitting in a bedroom with one mic in between us in uh, like a terrible sound environment. <laughs> so no quality, um, but we recorded our first podcast. It was about 45 minutes. And from that podcast, we learned that we were able to get a few other pieces of media. We got a blog post out of it, you know, just do, doing simple things like converting it into text. Um, then we were able to pull some what we call micro content out of it, which were just let's clip some highlights or hot takes from our conversation. We can put those on social. We can put those into our, you know, into other blog posts that expand on those ideas. So we really quickly figured out that like if we record a podcast regularly, we're able to kind of create this mass amount of content at scale with just two of us. And we didn't need a lot of extra uh, help. So early on, you know, this was really important in our agency just to get content out. Um, so fast forward to, di- to today, we're on the on the podcast train 100%, um, whether it's with video or audio mm-hmm. only. Um, we obviously are big proponents for video as well, just because you can open up a lot more channels if, you, if you're using video with your podcast. Yep. Um, but we sell it as a service in our agency. So we're providing this for our clients as well as using it for ourselves. And um, in fact, we're right now we're in the last stages of building a course on sort of how to get started in, in podcasting, which has uh, been another interesting avenue to, to kind of share the knowledge that we've learned over the last three or four years. So that's kind of where we are today. Um, and yeah, happy to, to sort of answer any other questions regarding, you know, just how we feel about podcasting. Of course, that's what we're going to talk about this whole cool. show. Yeah, so I... I think it's really cool that you have, for the last few years, have been doing what what we're advocating, which is why you know we've had we we hit it off so early, which is like no, yep. I know it's 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 so much more efficient and more effective and more engaging if you go right to the source. Like so, today my source is you, and and we're going to tap into all of your expertise and your background, and then give our audience the opportunity to consume it. Uh, visually, um, on audio, and even to dive deeper into a couple of articles that we're going to pull from it um, and also promote on social media. And then also, like, how can we use clips from this and other shows to bring them all together and provide even more value on a different perspective, digging deeper into some of the topics that we cover. So um, if you're not already, take note because this is this is how it all works. And, and I really believe that this is the future of, of content marketing and going directly to the people that your audience wants to hear from and just ringing it out, amplifying it across all channels. So, okay, so you're doing it for the agency, right? At what point did you start to say, okay, we can turn this around and start to use this approach for our clients too? Or was it kind of from day one? So... I, I want to say at some point early on, we did think at, the, at this could be a service. We weren't, we just weren't sure how we were going to scale it or be able to provide it um, in a valuable manner. So as much as um, I love to say every business should have a podcast or everybody should have a podcast, that's not all true yeah. sometimes. Um, but for the most part, we do, we do believe that any 
business can fit um, in the realm or at least build content in the realm of podcasting. And the main reason we think of it in that as a strategy is uh, we're not all going to be Joe Rogan's, right? We're not all going to be like the most popular podcast, but what you just laid out, just talking about the micro content and, and actually what Casted offers as a service really leads itself and, and pairs itself nicely with a content marketing strategy. So you need content to fill all these channels, whether it's sales, whether it's marketing, um, whether it's customer relations or customer success and podcasting and using interviews or or storytelling methods in an audio or video format are really compelling ways to build engaging content that you can use across those channels. So your goal may not be to have a million subscribers. Maybe your goal is to, you know, get 10 leads from one podcast episode. Especially right, and especially B two B, right? Yep. So what you are doing with written content is exactly how we feel. Like rich media, as we call it in the agency, um, we feel this content lends itself even better, especially in, in a place like a sales sequence. I can make it a lot more personalized. I can show case studies. Um, we can even have the customer on, like we are right exactly. now. So uh, that's sort of where it fits in the realm of like how we think about um, positioning it to our clients. And I think that was just a natural progression, just going back to your question. I think it was a natural progression over time that we were already sort of doing for ourselves. And then we were like, well, light bulb, why wouldn't we do this? We do it well and it's working. Why wouldn't we do this for our clients? We just need to figure out what the right strategy is for them. Uh, and that's sort of like what led us to to our strategies today. I like it. So that's, that's a perfect segue. What what in a, in a nutshell? How would you um, explain that strategy? Like, where, where do you think people should be thinking? What's that mindset as they approach kind of this way of thinking with their content? Sure. So I think it still goes back to the fundament, fundamentals of like marketing and content marketing. Like, who's your target audience? What's your goal of the of the campaign, if you will? Even though we know podcasts are really not a campaign, they're they should be a ever going thing. Yep. But what you know, what are these goals and and what are you trying to achieve? So again as we're forming the content or the funnel early on, and we're trying to think about um, an interview series, maybe we're going to line up eight guests or eight interviews or eight, you know, audio stories that align within the, that marketing funnel. Yep. And that'll be a strategy for one version of the podcast. And because it's a podcast, just like a blog, it can, can continue to live on. So, you know, obviously oftentimes the, the content is evergreen um, and you can go seasonal. So maybe season two is focused on something else. Um, but that's usually how we sort of focus our strategies. We, we attack it just like a normal, um, content marketing strategy. Mm -hmm. We just, instead of writing, let's write, you know, 10 blog posts, let's do 10 episodes. Yeah. Production obviously is a little bit more involved. Post-production is obviously a little bit more involved, but the final product is so much richer than what you would get out of, you know, just a, a, a blog post or an interview series of, of blog posts. Um, that, you know, it, it's well worth the time. And, you know, just going back to our original thought process, which is where we aligned with Casted so well, using micro content and cutting these small, like hot takes or clips out of, out of these interviews, like we're creating content that's built for, you know, a six month or nine month or 12 month cycle yeah. out of 10 episodes, because we have so many pieces and little nuggets that we can share throughout it. So, um, the end version of what you get out of out of a piece of rich media of 30 minute hour interview is is so valuable. So valuable. And one thing that I love kind of what you said, and I, I think that scares a lot of um, marketers away is that they think of like, oh, adding one more channel and I'm already doing all this stuff. And then I have to 
add a podcast onto it. What if it's a video podcast? Then it's two more channels. And it's like, no, 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 no. flip the script. Like start there, start with that. And then everything else that flows out of it is so much easier. And to your point, so much richer because you're not, you're not aiming for keywords. You're, you're mining for like the gold that's in every single conversation, which is going to be naturally keyword rich. Right. So I love, I love that approach. And is there anything like what advice kind of in summary, would you, you give to some of those marketers that are kind of stuck in that mindset of like, yeah, but it's adding another channel and it's adding one more thing. Um, kind of how have you talked to some of your clients about kind of thinking about it a little bit differently? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think the way that we sort of approach that usually is just like what you said, it's, it's really like flip your mindset. If you do this first, everything else waterfalls from that and it becomes a lot easier. Sure. Again, it, it may take a little bit to turn the boat up front, um, you know, to, to kind of re-strategize and reconfigure and rethink things. And th- there's going to be pain points like production, right? You got to get Getting people lined it, up. New but, processes. Yeah. Yep. It's a new process. But once, and especially since we we control a lot of that process for our clients so that in reality, our, our and this is normally what we tell them, we want them to be the star. I don't want them to worry about production. I don't want them to worry about post-production. Right. Usually the only thing we ask for them for help on is like, hey, can you give us some guests that you'd like to talk to and some topics and we'll kind of figure out the rest for you. So we try to make it as easy as possible in that transition, mm-hmm. but it is a transition because it's something new. But again, the the benefits that you get out of it and the long-term success, whether you know you continue the podcast or not, and you only go 10 episodes, you're still going to get a wealth of content out of it that you would never get out of almost the same timeline that you would spend writing you know, blog posts. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and trying to figure out and formulate that and trying to attack keywords and things like that. You're, you don't have to do a lot of that work. It's done in real time, which is the best part. It is. And if for some reason, especially as, as turning the ship, you know, if that is super important to you and, and that keyword, um, that rush to the keyword, that race to the keywords, if that's super important, you can still leverage, you just have a, you can still leverage that podcast content as starter resource right. content. It just makes it so much easier, right? Right. And I'll, I'll even go one step deeper into that. So now Google is obviously, you know, king of the search algorithm in, in the world of the internet. Uh, well, number two is YouTube. So if we're adding a video component to it and you're indexing on YouTube, yep. you're also going to index highly on Google because Google owns YouTube and exactly. of course they're going to want you to watch their videos. So that's uh, a strategy that we usually play into a lot. If we're talking about a video podcast, um, we encourage the building of a YouTube channel, or at least the, the start of a YouTube channel. A lot of companies, you know, that may not think they're built for YouTube or sexy for YouTube. Again, the way you have to frame it is, well, of course, you're not going to be, you know, whatever YouTube channel that you see, you're not going to be like the Logan Pauls of the world, right? right? We're not going for that. Yep. All we're going for is the ability to host your, your content, make it searchable. But again, you want to be able to link people back to it. You want to be able to send people into that, that funnel um, you know, and and YouTube just becomes another great channel that you can you can serve up an audience, while Google and YouTube are also serving you right. up an audience. Exactly, it's about accessibility so, and yeah, findability, yeah, and and really, I mean, again, if you're if you are capturing a video like we are today and publishing that on YouTube and on your website, and you're capturing the audio, publishing that um, on Apple, Spotify, Google, and on your website, and you're publishing the transcript. And you're creating additional content. I mean, you're that's, that's 
you know, not, not even double dipping. That's right. four, right. Four X the, the discoverability, which is, I mean, it's not an algorithm. It's not, it's not gaming the system. It's simply giving your audience multiple ways to consume great content. So it has to be good. And that's what Google's trying to do. They're trying to give their audience. They are all shared audience, the ability to find what they're looking for fast. Right. And if you right. help Google do that, they're going to reward you. That's just no matter what the algorithms do, no matter how they change things, that's always going to be their goal. And so if you seek to serve your audience first, they'll come alongside you. They just will. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's even another side of that with the audio component. And I know, you know, you you guys at Casted will know this a lot better than actually we do because we sort of only scratch the surface. But the uh, searchability functionality that's happening within Apple Podcasts now, within Spotify and Google, because Google has now launched their podcast platform, they're serving up podcasts in search yeah. just like they would a YouTube video. Finally. Again, this is just <laughs> another way that it's another channel that they're going to they're gonna serve you up to your audience. Absolutely. So it's, it's, you know, and again, all you have to do is hit record and, and speak what you want to speak about. Exactly. Exactly. So without getting into too nitty gritty, I'm, I'm interested in your perspective because we get asked this all the time, but like, what does success look like? Like, what do you, I'm sure your customers want to know, like, Hey, if I'm going to do this, like, how do I measure it? Or what do I look for? How do I know it's working? How do you kind of approach that and say, you know, here's what we're looking for. Here's, here's sure. kind of how we define success with this whole approach. Yeah, that, that's a great question. And we do get asked that <laughs> always at the beginning and then at the end, like, what did we actually get out of this? So again, going back to something that I touched on earlier, defining your goals ahead of time is really important. It's so important. again, if you're, if you want to be the influencer, if you want to be like the person who's, you know, the top dog in, in the podcast realm, that's a whole different avenue yes. that you need to, uh, start, you know, you've got to, you got to start down a different totally road, right? Different, yes. First off, you have to be really, really like, compelling and you got to be able to like polarize and drive people to you. So mm -hmm. that's a, that's a whole, it's a talent, right? That's a talent. Yeah. But for the normal B2B customer, we usually start with, again, like what's the goal of a specific campaign or what's the goal of, um, you know, a specific sales cycle that you might be running into or a marketing cycle. How do we attack that goal using this media? It's not the other way around. Let's create a bunch of media and figure out what the goal is. So the goals could be really small. So again, you may want to just get more leads for your business. Okay, well, that's great. So now we can put a bunch of content in different places to help get more leads for your business yep. that drive them back to a landing page. And maybe that's the goal. And maybe the goal is only 100 leads in you know, a quarter or, yeah. or whatever that small goal is. It doesn't have to be very big. So again, we're not pitching the podcast as like this big, sexy thing that's going to like turn your business around make and make you, you a rock star. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we pitch it as like, use this as a tool to facilitate the sales team, yeah. the marketing team, the business development team, yes. your customer success team. Use this as a tool to help give them ammunition to do what they're already doing great. Um, and then I think that just, that softens the the blow on like, okay, so what are we going to get out of this? What's the ROI out of this? You start to calculate it in quite a different method than you would if you were just looking at download numbers or, you know, unique listeners or any other of the vanity metrics that a lot of people, um, sort of kind of get caught up in. Yeah. Now, if you're looking for ad revenue to run against your podcast, those become obviously a lot more important yeah. because you've got to show the, the advertiser, you know, how many ears or, or eyeballs you're driving to, to the channel. So right. 
it just becomes a question of what is your goal and how can we achieve that using this as the vessel? It's so important. And I'm so, so glad that you, you're talking about this because it's not everything. The goal is not everything, just like for anything else, right? You think about anything else you do in business or specifically in marketing, you've got to have a specific goal. If you're, you've got to define success. If you want to measure success, it can't just be like, well, we want to be the best podcast and drive a billion leads and generate customers and sell ads and, you know, become famous. Mess, it's you right. got to be really clear about who it's for, why you're doing it and how you're going to measure it. Yeah. And I mean, there's, there's even ones on the outskirts, like being the founder of a company, you may just want to show people that you're a thought leader and you have a little bit of a soapbox to stand yep. on for your cause. Right. And a great place to do that is a podcast. Um, in fact, we just launched one of our podcasts, uh, the second one in our, uh, the second of three in our, in our small network. I love the name. Where Andrew talks about <laughs> entrepreneurship and how much it sucks. And the idea is really like, he just wants to tell his story and our story of, you know, sort of how he got to where we are today. Um, and, you know, the, why, why all the, there's like a lot of trouble. But again, the goal is like, how do we attract other entrepreneurs who might think in the same method so that then maybe they can use a podcast. Yeah. And for, and, then, and for you, it's not 12 million listeners. No. It's a nope. handful of the right people that become your raving yep. fans and look to you as their trusted advisor, right? Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Another thing we haven't gotten to yet that I really want to talk to you about, because we haven't actually talked about it on the show really a little bit, is networks. Um, I know that's a big thing for you and for Toby Agency. So let's talk a little bit about that. Tell me your perspective. Sure. First of all, let's let's just level set. Let's not assume everybody knows what we're talking about. What what is a network in your um, in your perspective? What is it? And then we'll get into like why and how. Yeah. So a network, uh, just like any other. Um, I guess, basic word of a network in podcast realm is just a group of podcasts that sort of share some type of similar through line. Um, You know, whether it's a similar theme, whether it's views on certain topics, whether it's, you know, hosts, um, it it can kind of vary what the network actually focuses on, but we'll take some, you know, that are the bigger ones to give people more of an idea of, of where we're going. So, um, Spotify owns quite a few networks. One of them is called The Ringer. Mm-hmm. They focus on sports and pop culture. And all their podcasts that they build whenever they build a new podcast, it falls in one of those two categories. Sometimes it crosses over to both. Yep. So that's the idea of like a podcast network. So our thought in the agency is, well, that's a great idea. And it works uh, for you know pop culture places. It works for places like Wondery who are telling great audio stories. Mm-hmm. But how does that work for... Um, a business, like a small business, well, it can work like this. So as uh, an agency, we have a couple different podcasts. So one I just mentioned was Entrepreneurship Sucks. We have another podcast called Lights, Camera, Grow, which focuses on growth and marketing. So that's more of the nerdy marketing agency type talk. Andrew focuses more on the business talk, but they both connect with a small business. So if you're an entrepreneur, you can relate to one or the other. If we were going, let's say we were going to open up another uh, podcast for that network, maybe it's around sales. And it's specifically around the nerdy stuff that only sales teams get. Uh, Maybe we have one around customer success. And you can start to see what I'm painting a picture here. All these podcasts sort of connect, but they also uh, live in their own kind of silos and their own little uh, versions. Mm -hmm. And the idea is at some point we can cross promote each podcast or anything across all of the network. So 
far 3,000 or 30,000 feet level, if we wanted to sell advertising, yeah, we're, we can now go to an advertiser and say, hey, we have this group of podcasts that now you can get in front of all of these audiences that crossover that are great for your product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's one realm, right? We can also share the podcast in different channels if we're uh, marketing or if we're now building different funnels. We can take pieces from each one of them and build a funnel out of multiple podcasts. So that's sort of how we see the business podcast network kind of working. Um, it doesn't necessarily need to get to the the ringer or the Spotify level, yeah. but if you have three or four in a pod that really work and complement each other, it just gives you that much more ammunition. Yeah. And it serves the audience so well because then, you know, if I have got a, if I ever commute again, or if I have, you know, a long drive, or if I really like to listen to, you know, work podcasts while I'm doing something, you know, doing my expenses or, you know, doing the dishes every day, like I, it can be hard to find more of the podcasts that, that serve up that thought leadership for me. Um, And so by grouping them together, you're, again, it's all about serving your audience first. And if you have a bunch of, you know, B2B podcast podcasts, um, your audience is really going to appreciate that because it's different voices and different perspectives. It's not the same thing every single week. It's, it's a little bit of, of different things. So that's, yep, what do you recommend um, for people listening? There's kind of two, two questions here. One, kind of how to get into one or involved in one if you're interested. And then two, there's also like brands that have a network, like Drift has like six shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a little bit different, like two, thoughts on those two things. I know it's two very different questions, but if they want to get into one, what are your thoughts? If they want to get into a network? Yes. So if you want to get into a network, first you have to align with your, your, your thoughts and your podcast and your position of that podcast in align with the brand to make sure, or the, the network you're trying to get into mm-hmm. to make sure that it fits with the realm of the rest of what they're producing. Yeah. We like to think of podcasts almost like their own sub-brands in a way, um, because it, it's it's so much more than just the content itself. Yeah. It represents, you know, a person who's the host. It may represent the company itself. Um, it may represent just an entire thought that you want to expand upon, you know, each episode. So I guess in a sense, if you're looking to get in a network, figure out what your network or the network that you're targeting is really into build the audience. You need to build an audience. If you're going to go to a network, they won't even look at you uh, a lot of times, unless you have some other, you know, something of value to sort of offer and trade off. But most cases, networks are probably going to look for the audience again, so that they can sell advertisement or whatever their other metric goal is. They're going to probably want the attention that you're driving to your feed. Um, So make sure you build a strong audience, a strong followership. And this always goes back to that 1000 loyal fans you know, making sure you have that kind of concrete Mm -hmm. and make sure you have the entire package. It's really important. And I think this may get sort of misled, but podcast networks right now are sort of the record labels of back in the day when small indie record labels were like a a really niche thing. Now, and you know, anybody can kind of be a record label, but (laughs) podcast networks are, they're tastemakers. And obviously they want to build the taste that their audience is already sort of wanting or, or listening to. So making sure that you fit within that is really important, but also making sure you have the full package. So don't just go to them with an episode. Don't just go to them with, you know, a few episodes, make sure that you have an entire strategy. Here's a season that we've already laid out. Here's, you know, sort of what we've got for listenership. Here's all of our visual artwork. Cause that's really important to make sure that it aligns with what they're looking for visually um, 
you know, obviously have your hosts buttoned up, write some, you know, write a trailer for the podcast. These are all the small intricate things that you really need to kind of package together before you decide to sell your or bring your podcast to a record label. Okay. So let's say you want to become a record label. So you're a brand marketer or you're a CMO or you're whoever um, at a brand and you're like, Hey, we should do multiple podcasts. I've heard about podcast networks. Yeah. And and like drift and I'm not, I don't want to speak for them. I don't know if they look at it as a network or not, but companies that have a lot of shows um, thoughts on that, like launching a few different shows and kind of using them together as a network. Yeah. Great. Great question. So if you're in the realm of like, you, you want your business to sort of have a network, number one, launch the first podcast. Don't get ahead <laughs> Step of yourself. That, that is important. I think that's, I mean, it's easy to laugh at, but like when you get really excited, it's like, okay, well, we need to launch three podcasts because if we're going to do it, right. let's just do all three. And it's like, right. take a minute, <laughs> figure out your processes. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So launch, number one, launch the first podcast. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're really good at that. Nail that one, build your audience. Like if you launch with too many at once, you're sort of casting the net too wide and chances are it's probably going to flop because it's a lot to keep up with. Um, Podcasts are a lot of work. So preparation for each episode for one podcast can be, you know, several hours, as you know. And then amplifying them all out, like we were talking about, like trying to do that for three shows or- Exactly, yeah. So just multiply that. It's a lot. Right. Yeah. Finding guests for your, you know, one show is hard enough if it's, you know, if it's an interview style show. So I would say my advice, my best advice for that is first launch the the first one. Obviously, always be thinking about other feeds because I think that's really good. Um, but figure out what you want to do with that first podcast and how you're going to use that as the catalyst for ones moving forward. For sure. So example, we ru- we launched a podcast called Run With Toby. That was our very first podcast. Did not do very well. We ended up with almost 50 episodes, I believe. Um, but we ended up sunsetting that the content on it's still really great. So we, the great thing about podcasts is it lives forever That's and you right. get to keep it. So we sunsetted Run With Toby and then we built Lights Camera Grow with a very specific um, sort of strategy and funnel. And we used our audience that we built in our first podcast to then shift them over to the new one. And now we've done that again with Andrew's podcast for Entrepreneurship Sucks. Now we have both podcasts kind of going simultaneously, mm-hmm. but it took us like, you know, two and a half, three years to kind of get to that point. Yeah. And you're Even an agency. Like, this is what you do. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And exactly. We have all the resources. We have the process down. Yeah. But we we sort of knew we wanted to launch multiple at at some point in time. But to just do that out of the gate, I think it's, it's just really ambitious. And unless you have, you know, a, a ton of resources at your disposal, I think it's really, really, really hard to do successfully, especially, especially if you don't have an audience to tell, hey, we just launched this new thing. Please go check it out. Yeah, for sure. That, you know, that's obviously important. If you're starting, and you can start from zero, that's fine. But just know that the growth is obviously going to be a lot slower. Yeah. Um, but but launch one, get really good at it, and then add. Yeah. Um, but it's always good to show develop. We try to think of ourselves more like a like a mini TV studio in that sense. We're always trying to develop new ideas and new concepts for shows. We'll shelf it and see if it's worth anything in a month or six months down the road. Yeah. Um, if we still like it, then, you know, that's a green light to like, hey, let's let's dive into this more and see if we have something. Yeah, I love that. And I think that there's, uh, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts, there's a healthy balance of like, think about it, make sure you mm-hmm. know what you're getting into and that you have a strategy and that you have you you have a very clear shared definition of what success looks like. But then also don't overthink it and just right. do it. You Paralysis know? by analysis. Exactly. Right? I mean, everything is that. is a is an experiment. Everything is trying it. Try it. 
dip your toe in, do a season, ring it out, see how it goes, do it again. And it's, you know, don't, don't overthink it, but make sure you do think about it before you, yeah. before you step in. So. Yeah, that's a great point. Our lights, camera, grow the, our main sort of like staple podcast that has been uh, morphed into multiple different formats throughout its young, or I guess it's older now, but <laughs> we're, we're in the midst of 30 or 40 episodes. And the first, you know, the first uh, four were just me and Andrew kind of talking the second four were Andrew and I talking about the pandemic. And then we sort of like threw that out the window and went more into the interview style. Yep. Still kept the same theme, but we just figured out a different, a little bit of a different um, like style to kind of twist yeah. on it. But yeah, the way we always describe podcasts to our clients is this is a living thing. It should always be changing episode to episode. You can always do something better. You can always, you know, throw something in the mix. Mm -hmm. You can always experiment uh, experimentation is actually, I think, one of the best things that you can do. It's one of the best medias for that. It's true. I think as long as you keep your audience clear, I mean, if it has to yes. change, if it has to morph, cool. But like, as long as, it, as you have it very clear, like who it is you're serving, yep. give them different things to try. I mean, don't, don't yep. go after one audience and another audience, then you're going to run into even more bumps, but yeah, try new things. Just keep trying to serve that, that one audience in different ways and trying, trying new options. So love that. Okay. So as we kind of start to wrap things up, I'm interested in kind of your thoughts um, and your advice that you would give to marketers that are listening that want to get started with, with video podcasting uh, or that have one and want to make it better. Uh, what kind of broadly speaking, what do you want them to know? Sure. So if you're starting, if you're looking to start a podcast, number one, always, you, you kind of always have to think about audio first if it's going to go into the podcast feed, you can't show a bunch of visuals yeah. <laughs> on screen. If it goes into audio, it's going to be a little bit hard to, to, to kind of uh, translate that message. But start with the basics. We have a, a brief that we sort of put together, which is what's the idea? Who's my audience that I'm going to try to serve? What's my goal? And then from there, it starts to kind of lay itself out. If you can answer those three fundamental questions, um, I think it's, it's really important what, what, missing one of those three is really going to be sort of a, a tale of, is your boat going to have a hole in it, if not? And um, especially especially the goal one, just laying that out in a realistic manner is really important. Yeah. Really, really important. And, you know, we obviously, we touched on that earlier. The show idea or the, the concept of the show, you know, that can morph over time and that can change throughout as you're getting better uh, at sort of formulating the show. But um, the goals and your target audience are really important. So create the content that your audience wants to hear and measure yourself yourself in a way that you're not going to be discouraged because again, podcasts, it's a long haul thing. It's a lot of work. We often say like, if you don't get past the seventh episode, that's probably a sign that you're not going to make it. Yeah. Getting to seven episodes is really tough. Um, and it's so it's, I don't know, it's such a weird st statistic that we found, but a lot of podcasts that fail, you know, never get past that. Yeah, I think seven. once, but once you get through that, once you get into 10 and onward, that's when you start to not only have processes, but tweak them to make them better. And whoever's doing your hosting gets more comfortable. Uh, I think you get better about preparing your guests. Um, mm -hmm. I think a lot happens after, after yeah, that. Yeah, you start to have number. more data. You actually start to see, okay, well, we talked about this at minute 15. Yeah. Why did this work better than, you know, it did when we talked about it at minute 
28 yep. or whatever. Exactly. So you start to get a little bit of that data and you can start to tweak and move things around. But yeah, I think it's just really important if to, to lay out your show and get those three bullet points kind of lined out. And then from there, you can think about episodes and guests and, and things like that. Um, I know it's really exciting to like just go for the A list of guests, but you know, that in my mind, I think that should come a little bit later to make sure that it, from a B2B standpoint, to make sure that you have your strategy of what you actually want the podcast to accomplish. Yeah, no. And then to, to touch on the video component. So before I would normally say, well, video is a whole other beast. You really need to think about, um, you know, how do you want it to look? Is it going to be compelling? But then the pandemic sort of threw that out the yeah. window. Now we're all doing Changed this on Zoom. everything. <laughs> so my advice is, if you're going to hit record and you're doing it on a Zoom call anyway, you might as well record the video. So um, it's good to have. Even if you never use the full video podcast, it's great breakout material for social or if you want to go to YouTube or any other video platform that you want to host on. Now you have something to actually put on there. Um, ideally, you'll want to brand it, you know, to make it a little bit more identifiable to what your company or your brand stands for. But um, but yeah, you might as well hit hit record on the video if if uh, you, you're recording on audio already. Exactly, exactly. Awesome. Well, I I'm biased, but I love what you're doing and I love the approach um, that you're taking. And I think in summary, um, don't just stop with that audio or video content. Think about all the different things that you can do from it. Yes. Um, and if anybody wants help, tell them a little bit about where they can find you and what you want them to know about Toby Agency. Sure. So yeah, if you're interested in in podcasting or video podcasting, you just want to talk about it, we can be that hotline for you to go to. Um, you can find us at tobyagency.co. And I mean, we're, we're like super like into everything that has to do in the realm of podcasting, whether it's networks, whether it's B2B, whether it's, you know, you want to be like a solo podcaster. Um, and that's sort of what led us to, to cast it. If I can just kind of jump into that really quick. We were, it's so funny because we were already kind of doing what you guys were building yeah. in our, you know, it, on our own right. So uh, it was just a natural fit that when we found Casted, you know, to, to have the tools that you guys offer at our disposal for anybody in our team to use is the most important part. I don't have to always rely on just an audio or a video editor. I can, you know, I can send, you know, the marketing team in there. I can send the sales team in there and they can sort of uh, play around and get great content at their disposal at any time. So um, yeah, I love what you guys are doing as well. So I just wanted to give a little shout out there to Cassid. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. And yeah, it's, it's interesting because we were doing, I mean, that's what led me to start Cassid is we were doing the same kind of thing we, um, on the, not on the agency side, but on the company side, trying to say, okay, we, we, we have to do so much more with this great content. Um, if only there was something that could help us do it. So um, uh, if you're listening and you're kind of struggling to the same thing, you're not alone. Um, so check out Toby Agency because they can, they can help. So thank you so much for being here, Jared. I'm so glad that you were our first video guest talking about video podcasting and other things. Um, thanks for being here. Cool. Thank you so much for having us. That's our show. Thanks so much for listening. And for more from today's guest and some pretty amazing content that they've inspired, visit casted.us and be sure to subscribe to our newsletter to get the latest on all things Amplified Marketing. B2B Podcasting.